If ever there's a season of miracles, it's the Christmas season. After all, an amazing, holy, loving God, faced with a world full of sinners deserving of death, chose to send his only son to pay the penalty for that sin so that we, the undeserving sinners, could have a place at his table for all eternity. That's actually a whole series of miracles that included prophecies, a virgin birth, angelic warnings, protection from a wicked ruler set out to kill the newborn king, and so much more. And we celebrate that series of miracles each year at Christmas when we proclaim the birth of Jesus Christ. Today on Licensed to Parent, we want to tell you about some more miracles. In fact, these are miracles that happened during the past year, not more than 2,000 years ago. And we hope that by sharing these stories, you might be blessed and also might gain a better understanding of what we do here and why we do what we do on Licensed to Parent and exactly what God is doing day in and day out at our year-long therapeutic residential program for teens in crisis, Shepherd's Hill Academy. I'm Rich Rosell. Joining me in the studio is the host of our program, Trace Embry. And it's time to roast some chestnuts on an open flame and be of good cheer, because this is Licensed to Parent. Well, Trace, it's uh, hard to believe that another year has pretty much come to an end here. And one might ask, and what do you have to show for it? Uh, I think the answer is we've got quite a lot to show for it. So I was hoping that we could spend some time on this program to let our listeners know about some of the miracles that you have witnessed here firsthand. Now, some of these have to do with blessings that have been given to Shepherd's Hill in the past year. Others are some of the students themselves who are the miracles. Uh, as you said in your new book, The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill, uh, what you've been a part of here is extraordinary work through extraordinary circumstances resulting in extraordinary human transformations, and I like this part, facilitated by ordinary people. Uh, there really isn't enough time on this program to cover everything from the past year, but start us off. Give us a story of, about uh, perhaps a miracle student that we've learned about this year. Yeah, I, I think there's an argument to be made that uh, they're all miracles to uh, one degree or another, but uh, one that just keeps coming to mind, and I may have even had mentioned it uh, on a previous broadcast because it's, it's really it's really amazing. Um, we had a boy that came here terribly drug addicted, and um, one of the first things he said to me when he saw me was, uh, just so you know, um, I'm going to be raping your daughter before I leave here. And my response was, wow. uh, well, I thought, I thought you didn't believe in the Holy Spirit. And uh, he, he's, you know, well, you know I don't, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, you must. I said, uh, the Holy Spirit's the only thing keeping me from killing you right now. <laughs> and, and so we had a good little chuckle over that. But um, over time, uh, this kid had his uh, ups and downs, and uh, he ended up uh, finishing strong, claimed to be a believer, came, went home, had a few hiccups, uh, and then rebounded to the point where he went to the same Bible college I went to, studying to be a, a youth pastor. Then became the first Shepherd's Hill Academy alumni, you know, uh, student to come back and work as a counselor. Mm. Very good counselor, by the way. And um, married a nice gal from the Midwest, and um, they uh, ended up having three kids. And uh, he became a uh, youth pastor full time, and then um, went back to school. And just this past, uh, I believe it was May or June, uh, reported, his dad called me and told me uh, that this young man had just gotten his doctorate in, wow. in nursing. 
So this is and, actually uh, a multi-year miracle because, of course, he was not a student this year at Shepherd's Hill. But this is this is the culmination of the work that was done, the seeds that were planted uh, through this residential program working with what started out as a very troubled teen. Yeah, and you know, Rich, you, you think of Shepherd's Hill Academy as a one-year program. That one year, in, in many cases, is just planting seeds. In some cases, mm-hmm. just watering. But we don't, we can't put a, a time limit on the Spirit of God and what He's doing. It's going to happen when it's going to happen. But the things that the kids are experiencing here, in, in, in many cases, that transformation may not manifest itself in anything other than a transformed kid. A kid comes back four or five years later and tells me, I'm the CEO of a company or I'm wow. you know, a youth yeah. pastor. We have a girl who works for NASA. Her goal when she left Shepherd's Hill, uh, she hated this place when she got here, <laughs> resented her family big time for sending her here. Uh, but when she left a year later, she told us, she says, I, I want to go into a field of science where I can take Jesus to the scientific community. And now she works for NASA and she's got a definite agenda. Her her dreams turned to vision and, and God you know, honored that because those dreams were congruent with the vision that God had given her. We've got another girl uh, up in, in, uh, in Pennsylvania who is on a team to uh, find a cure for pancreatic cancer. And I'm not saying that every kid is going to be you know, the next president of the United States or you know, a, a doctorate in this or that or the other. Uh, some of them may, may just have a regular job, but they're expanding the kingdom, uh, whether they're a butcher or a baker or a candlestick maker. I, there's one inner city kid in Atlanta who has his own HVAC business right now. We've had enough HVAC units in our classrooms and other office buildings here at Shepherd's Hill where uh, I guess he got an interest in when it would break down, he... He was wondering, kind of scratched his head, wondering why uh, why this happens, and it, it intrigued him to the point where he has uh, got his own own little business going on now. So, you you know, I could be here the rest of the day just talking about those kind of miracles, but there's other things that that God has done too that has given us pause to say, "Thank you, Lord, for doing the impossible. Thank you for doing what we know we're not equipped to do. It's it's beyond our pay grade." Uh, you know, I, I'm thinking of just the, the whole COVID thing. I mean, yeah. so many of, of schools are closing down and everyone's afraid of this this virus and uh, for good reason, but maybe not for a good reason. Uh, we haven't shut down. We've had, we haven't needed to shut down. People are still coming from all over the country and we don't demand masks here. Uh, we've had a few cases, but we, we manage it. We go on. But I think that's a bit of a miracle. I, I, it is. And I, I will say just for the, for the listeners' ears, um, Shepherd's Hill has always followed required mandates. And in fact, oh, sure. when COVID first broke out, I had never seen a place locked down as much <laughs> as Shepherd's Hill was. Yeah. Not, not to keep people out, but to, to make sure that everyone was extremely careful in terms of, you know, if, uh, when I would come onto campus, my car had to be, you know, sanitized. Yeah. It was like, yeah. now my wife would argue my car needed to be sanitized, but that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole separate issue. Well, Trace, we've got to take a break in just a minute, but before we do, I want to I want to step back and revisit something you said a moment ago, and that was you said people think of this as a year long program, but really we're just planting seeds. And I guess that's one of the the prayers that we have at Shepherd's Hill is that God will always keep us part of the process. And we talk about this on Licensed to Parent as well. Our goal on Licensed to Parent is to take some of what we're learning inside the gates of Shepherd's Hill and export it, if you will. There aren't really gates here, but 
export it so that, you know, you as a parent can be more intentional in that. Because as as Trace knows from from his work at Shepherd's Hill, you know, when you've got the students, Trace, you've only got them for a limited period of time. But you right. all aren't just working with the students. You're working with the families so that when right. these kids return home, that's where the success continues. You 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 built a good launch pad, if you will, for these kids to excel into whatever God's called them to. Right. You know, and I and there is a one-to-one correlation um, uh, between the kids' success at home and what the parents grasped because it's always uh, a breakdown in parents implementing the things that we're, we're trying to, to get across to them and Junior's failure. We have a, we call the 3% club, and uh, that 3% uh, is, is going to be uh, coming back to Shepherd's Hill for a refresher course. Well, we're going to take a break here, and when we come back, I want us to jump back into some of the miracles that we started this program talking about. Uh, a few more from Shepherd's Hill, and also, Trace, I want to talk about your new book. It's called The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill. It's just out, what do they say, hot off the presses. In this case, the <laughs> ink is still dripping off the page. Yep. Uh, but uh, these books have just come out. We want to tell you about that and where you can get a copy. And uh, we'll do all that right after this break. You're listening to Licensed to Parent. You'll find us online at licensedtoparent.org. Shepherds Hill Academy, a year-long Christ-centered residential program for teens in crisis, is celebrating 20 years of ministry. There have been many distractions in our work through the years as a result of a four-lane highway that divided our land. As a result, plans are underway to develop a whole new campus designed to improve our students' therapeutic experience away from the highway noise, along with up-to-date infrastructure and staff offices, all to help smooth out the day-to-day operations. The five-year, two-phase plan will begin with a new dining hall, followed by two new school buildings, also containing a new studio for licensed to parent. Please consider partnering with us, building together a new and improved Shepherd's Hill Academy. Learn more and make your gift today. Shepherdshillacademy.org slash building together. That's shepherdshillacademy.org slash building together. And thanks for helping us provide healing to teens in crisis. Your children are teens now. They're growing up and gaining independence. That's kind of the point of parenting, isn't it? You're raising future responsible adults, but they're not responsible adults yet. They may be able to do things on their own, but you still want to be able to contact them and you want to equip them for success. So you decide to get them a smartphone. But why a smartphone? For most people, that means 24-7 access to everything on the planet. And that's not wise, nor is it healthy. Digital addiction is prevalent these days. In fact, we see teens of all ages dealing with mental health and behavioral issues rooted in overuse of technology. Issues that affect health, wellness, ability to focus, performance in academics, and more. That's why at Licensed to Parent, we want you to choose a wise phone alternative instead of a smartphone. More information is available at LicensedToParent.org slash wisephone. Welcome back. You are listening to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherd's Hill Academy, which is a year-long Christ-centered residential program working with troubled teens and, as we alluded to a moment ago, 
By extension, we're working with the families also. I'm Rich Rosel. Our host is Trace Embry, the founder and director of Shepherd's Hill. And Trace, I mentioned early in today's program that uh, you have a brand new book out. It's called The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill. And during the break, we were talking about the fact that uh, the book doesn't focus as much on some of the miracle kids who come through and come out of the program. But it talks about some of the day-to-day, really hard to point anywhere else but God miracles that that happen around Shepherd's Hill. Share just a couple of those with us, uh, maybe from the past year even. Yeah, you know, uh, there are some stories about miraculous things we shared just a few minutes ago, one of them. But it's not primarily about the miracles of the kids as it was God bringing us to this place that all the stars they had to align to start the work here, to sustain the work here, to grow the work here. I mean, you're talking a guy about a guy who was a policeman, a roofer, an auto racer, who moves 700 miles away, thinking he's going to be a pastor or a missionary, uh, and ends up uh, hearing the voice of God to, to buy a 60-acre tract of land and... Out of that, God used a schmo like me to bring people from all over the country and 19 other countries to live in our woods with no running water or electricity. Who, that's not really a formula for success, you know, but yet... I was just the reason, imagining the description on Airbnb you would list for coming to Shepherds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, parents, uh, largely through word of mouth, it's like, well, wait a minute. Everyone's telling us that there's nothing but miraculous transformations to take place with these kids. Why else would they come from 19 other countries to live in our woods if we didn't have reputation for success? Mm-hmm. Because this is an industry with a high recidivism rate. And we don't have a high recidivism rate. I mean, I told you about our three percenters. Yeah, the things that God has done, you know, uh, to to keep this thing rolling through COVID. Uh, I mean, it wasn't just, uh, you know, eight, nine months ago. Uh, I had a triple bypass. I, I was on death's doorstep in the middle of COVID. And the doctors uh, t- told me when after getting off that treadmill, look, we got to rush you straight up to the, you know, the head of the line here. And uh, we're putting this, this thing off for six, eight months. The people are waiting to have the surgery. You have to have it now. You can't even drive home. And well, I, I remember what home. you said. Let me think <laughs> about it. <laughs> and they're like, well, no, no. <laughs> it was more than that. There was a pray about it. It was a research. It was to get you know other people's opinions who've, who have gone through it. And I just figured I'll take my chances you know, with another couple of days of my life because uh, those were still greater than, than going through it. And uh, so no one in my family appreciated that when I did it. <laughs> but I drove home and I did research it. And I talked yeah. to people and other doctors and and, and whatnot, and uh, I realized it was checkmate. And uh, the Lord was uh, gracious enough to give me another swing at it. So the work's not done. And since the book was completed, there's been several things that have taken place that is uh, about half of another book already. Mm-hmm. I'm not just a guy who sits behind a desk and philosophizes or strategizes about this stuff. I'm seeing it happen in real time. I get the letters from all over the country and around the world. I, we just got a, a, a letter from a school principal who, who said, I can't believe this is the same kid. You mm-hmm. know, what happened here? This, is, this can't be the same kid. I get a lot of that, Rich, a lot of that uh, yeah. from aunts and uncles and grandparents and friends of the family. And to me, those are the most rewarding. But that reward is not in the material gain or prestige that a lot of people would define success. I'm getting it 
those letters that you know from right. the school principals and from parents and parents friends and neighbors and and extended family that's reward enough for me uh, just knowing that you know what i'm i know that i know that i know i'm walking in god's will there's just something about a transformed life that settles the issue for me i want to before we go today i want to just touch on on one thing that i know has kind of come to a close uh, in 2021 and that is the, I believe it's an 18-year-long battle that uh, you've had. And I, I I use that term in the right context. I think it's been a, a struggle. It's been like a battle going up, up against the Georgia Department of, of Transportation. Yeah. And it, it has not been a, a war type thing, but the short story is the Department of Transportation uh, decided through various, for various reasons, to build a state highway through the campus of Shepherd Hill Academy. Yeah, right through the middle of it. Four lane divided. <laughs> yes, and you uh, you described a moment ago as uh, you know coming to uh, to to Tacoa Falls College, and uh, while they're you know being called by God to buy this sixty acre parcel of land. Well, that's the parcel of land that got chopped in two by the highway coming through. And right. what the Department of Transportation couldn't seem to understand in all of its arguments was that in order to have a therapeutic residential program that's wilderness-based, it kind of needs to be in the wilderness. It can't be right next to a yeah. four-lane. Talk yeah. about where we are now, just you know, in, in brief, about some of the miracles that have happened in terms of the expansion of the property here and, and where you now sit. It's insane. It's basically a big part of the book. Uh, but to correct you on something, it has been warlike, okay. Rich. It has absolutely been warlike. It's a spiritual war. Uh, it's taken a third of my life. I tell a story, not a story, it's a true account of uh, a Jewish man who was one of our appraisers. And um, under oath, when he was being deposed by the Georgia Department of Transportation, he said, you know, I've been doing this for 40 years. My mentor told me this would never happen, even with an acre or a lot. Uh, but these people never closed their doors for one day, had to acquire seven different tracts of land to do it. Some of those weren't even for sale. None of them were for sale to, at the time that the, the property was condemned. And they never had to close their doors. This is the first time in my 40 years uh, that this has ever happened. He said, ladies and gentlemen, that can only be divine intervention. Yeah. He said that under oath. And I'm thinking... You should have been following me around for the last 18 years. You'd, you'd see a lot more divine intervention. Uh, that's only one thing that he was aware of. Yeah. You know, and in scouting out a place for, for new campsites, uh, I, I bumped into my neighbor. I, I got lost in the woods and ended up on his property in a pasture trying to find my way back. And he looks at me and he recognized who I was. He says, how many different tracts of land do you have now? And I, and I told him. And if you know the story, you know that uh, the original 60 acres... Uh, I didn't know that the owner uh, was involved in a triple murder. I didn't know that he, before he, he, he passed, uh, that he had acquired seven different tracts of land to launder his drug mm -hmm. money. And this man that I bumped into by the woods said, do you realize you own every tract of land that, that Billy Mosley paid cash for to launder his drug money working for the devil and couldn't keep? And now you, you got all of it working for God. I said, yep, and I got $200 in a handshake and all of it. I said, I don't have any more than $200 of my own money in this thing. 
And today, uh, I can say that virtually all of it's paid for right now. Uh, lar- largely compliments of the DOT. I think they thought they were coming through uh, farmland. They realized uh, after uh, 18 years uh, and uh, almost going to trial, we ended up settling with them, that they, uh, they actually were going to a therapeutic school. And uh, what they realized after that, uh, or beyond that rather, is that they were going through something that God had mm-hmm. created and God had sustained and built and is still building. And um, I think they realized at that point it was checkmate and they had to compensate us enough to acquire these different tracts of land. Now, they didn't compensate us enough to put buildings on the other parcels of land. We're trusting God. That's round two. That's book two. God will take care of that for us as well. But uh, if, if you get the book, The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill, it'll all make sense. And then it won't make sense. It'll be like, mm-hmm. this is not possible. But folks, it's a bumper-to-bumper, wall-to-wall, 30-year series of miracles that um, only God could pull off. If You have way more faith than I do to say that this is a, 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 a calamity of uh, coincidences. There's, no, there's just no way. There's no way. And when you read it, you'll see, I think you'll agree. And as you say uh, in the uh, introduction to the book, it's, uh, and I mentioned this earlier in the program, it's it's the tale of the extraordinary happening, but using ordinary to do it. Extraordinary things happening because God used ordinary There's, people to accomplish it. But God is not ordinary. He's very extraordinary. Yeah. But he only, the only pool he has to pull from to do his work are ordinary schmoes like me. Yeah. And I'm just stupid enough to obey him because I know I don't have the wherewithal to, to, to get anything close to this accomplished. Right. Right. I'm along for the ride, Rich. Well, and it's 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 been a good ride so far, which is good. Well, on our next program, we're going to be talking about some of what we feel God is calling us to for the coming year and the years beyond that at Shepherd's Hill Academy and on Licensed to Parents. So I encourage you to join us for that program as well. But quickly before we leave today, uh, as Trace has mentioned, uh, his new book is called The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill. And uh, we've only discussed a few of those stories of God's amazing work here at Shepherd's Hill, but uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg. And uh, this book has many, many, many more that chronicle the more than 20 years of ministry here and what God has done all along the way. Yeah, and Rich, I'd like to just step in for a second and say, folks, I wrote this book really for one purpose, and that is so that other ordinary people can see what God can potentially do through you if you'll just heed him. Hmm. And if you're if you're on the fence about your faith, if you're if you're feeling like you know you're questioning your faith, uh, this book is bound to put you back in the driver's seat again. And if you if you have no faith in God, uh, it's going to get you to really consider the, the fact that there's a God that exists. You cannot explain the things in this book as being anything other than some kind of outside intervention. And I'll call it divine intervention. I'll call it what it is, divine intervention. But I, I want to challenge unbelievers to read this book. I want to challenge those who are, who are struggling in their faith. Read this book. It'll put you back on track. Mm-hmm. And we want you to read it. In fact, we would like to do everything we can to get this book into as many people's hands as possible. And for that reason, between now and the end of the year, we are offering the book, The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill, as a gift, our way of saying thanks 
for your donation in any amount to Licensed to Parent, and that's uh, for a donation before the end of 2021. So just a short while to do that. The work we do here is, of course, part of the larger outreach of Shepherd's Hill. All donations go to fund that work, uh, and you can give securely online on our website, which is licensedtoparent.org. Just go there and click on the word donate located at the top of the page. Uh, Now, as they say in the printing business, and as I mentioned earlier, this book is hot off the press. We haven't even gotten our copies yet, uh, but it is available on Amazon. So uh, if you request a copy from us, you will get it sometime in January. If you just simply can't wait and you want it quicker, uh, you can order it yourself now from Amazon. It's available in paperback or on Kindle. Uh, We are offering it to you free for your gift in any amount, though, before the end of the year. Just go to licensedtoparent.org and click Donate at the top of the page. And Rich, if I could just say one, one more thing quickly. Folks, if you just can't afford the book, contact us. We'll find a way to get you the book, okay? Don't worry about it. If you can't pay for the book and you really think that, that it can benefit you and I can prove myself as being genuine, contact us. We'll mail you a copy free of charge. I, I, I'm not out to make a, a killing on this book. I'm out to make you a life. I, life without God is no life at all. And this, this book, I, really, I truly believe, when you read it, will encourage you to seek the God of the universe because he is what this life is all about, the bottom line. And if, if that scares you away, then okay, so be it. Be scared away. But uh, that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> well, let me give a slight different uh, bit of instruction then. If, if that is you, if you cannot afford a donation right now or for any reason choose not to donate at this time but would like a copy of the book, uh, instead of clicking the Donate tab for that, please go to the Contact Us link and uh, contact our office. And as Trey said, we will get a copy of the book out to you that way as well. So multiple ways for you to get the book. We want it in your hands. Well, Trace, uh, I have enjoyed this year so far. We are right now at Christmas time. One more program before the year's out. But uh, as always, it's a blessing. And uh, thank you for today's program. Well, thank you, Rich. You uh, have uh, brought about another miracle this year at Shepherd's Hill. Licensed Parent has been nominated uh, again for a program of the year against all the big guys. And, and all I have to do is turn around and probably see two or three horses behind me where we do this from the middle of a horse pasture. Yes. So that's saying a little <laughs> something. And, and, and I want to say thank you to Rich uh, Rosal because he is what has made this program what it is. Uh, I'm just the schmo that, you know, I'm a part-timer. I come in here and give some content. Uh, Rich, you've been a great co-host. Well, I, I appreciate that very much, and I suppose we will uh, hear more about that from the NRB in the coming months because, of course, the vote has not taken place yet. But uh, we are very grateful to the station or stations that nominated us, and uh, we will just have to wait and see. But uh, it's it's always an honor to be nominated for any award, but uh, especially for Program of the Year from the National Religious Broadcasters. Uh, So that does wrap up today's program. My thanks to you for joining us. Incidentally, on our next program, which will, depending on which station you're listening uh, to it on and which day of the week they air the program, it will either be the final program of 2021 or the first of 2022. But in that program, we want to go over some of the uh, uh, challenges that Shepherd's Hill has had in the last year 
and uh, some of the adventures that lie ahead. We're in the middle of a capital campaign, one to try to, uh, I guess, bring some finality to the uh, great overhaul that has been going on on our campus of late. Uh, in large part due to the Department of Transportation. We've told you that story before. But uh, we invite you to be back. You can hear some behind-the-scenes stuff about Shepherd's Hill and what's going on and uh, find out more about how you might be a ministry partner for us. Please do prayerfully consider that. And again, go to our website, licensedtoparent.org. Click the Donate link at the top of the page, and there you can find out more. For Trace Embry, I'm Rich Rosl, inviting you to join us again next time and renew your license to parent. And remember, folks, if you don't train your children, somebody else will. God bless you. See you next time. 